0: Hey everybody, Alex here, aka The Funny One. Um, We have a Patreon, we would love you to subscribe. Um, You get bonus episodes, you get video of the main recordings, and uh, yeah, it really helps us to uh, support the podcast. We love doing this pod. If you love the pod as well, it would be great if you could subscribe at Patreon or through uh, whatever podcast app, If through Spotify or through Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe as well. So go and do that. And uh, thank you very much. Enjoy today's episode. From. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Hello and welcome along to the Community Notice Board. Ready? Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Noticeboard, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. We have a very special guest today in the studio, a very funny comedian, just released a 10-part sketch series called Compulsory Entertainment. It's awesome. Laura Hughes is here. How are you, Laura? Hi,
3: good. Thanks for having me on this hot, Thanks hot, hot, day. It is a it brutally is hot
2: day. Yeah. Everyone's wearing Hawaiian prints except for me. Jamie
0: happens to wear a shirt that is from Hawaii, the only yeah, one that yeah, doesn't yeah. have a and also, like Flower a, a
2: shade of green <laughs> that will, like, sweat will betray me. Immediately.
0: <laughs> it's a kind of shade. There's not a lot of colors that wouldn't betray you, though. Jamie, yeah, right?
2: well it's like you get around, like, doing comedy in like black shirts so you don't sweat. The yeah. only time I did. I did gray once in Koji. Oh, sweat completely through it before a 20 minute set. I, yeah. Yeah. Called attention to it on stage. Got nothing. <laughs> lost respect <laughs> for me immediately. <laughs> bombed for 20 minutes and then watched like the MC doing stuff like pretending to hang himself with the mic. And he was so charismatic and I'm oh, just man. sweating. I needed a bucket like as the side you? of the yeah. stage.
0: Do you remember the cuz um I did that. Well, I didn't realize, you know, I don't know. I don't realize that you you it's can literally saddle look bags. you sweat through your shirt I especially before you're nervous for a set or something. And I remember being at, I was about to cafe lounge for the first time and I was in the, you know, the tiny little pokey toilets there. And I'm like, it's like one act, then me. And they've just gone on. And I'm like, of course I'm like, I must have one more nervous piss. You know what I mean? So I'm in there and I'm like literally about to walk out and I just, I'm wearing great. And I can just see that I'm sweating and I'm, I just, I can't do anything, but go up and then just be deer in the headlights. Cause I'm like, everyone's looking at my fucking, you know, don't even address it, which is even probably worse.
2: Addressing it. I can confirm. Worse? Way worse. You reckon? <laughs> no, I think yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. No, you've got no. You I don't
3: know. I feel like I'd address it. You
2: have to address I it, have I have to
3: because yeah. I'm like – I know how bad this looks. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're patterns. You can't yeah, tell. Yeah, if that's you're right. Sweating through you a got uh, you, my, um,
2: maybe Lounge, tricks. I would have got away with it. If I'd been like, I'm sweating. Uh, I'm a pig. Yeah. Oink, oink. And Kooji. <laughs> <laughs> <like>, and <laughs> <Your famous laughs> it works. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm a pig. <laughs> oink, oink. Oh, wait. Yeah. I'm sweating,
2: actually. <laughs> but you know, and Koji, like full of like hot backpackers, I was like, I'm sweating. And they're like, yeah, we know, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like,
3: disgusting. I mean,
1: I've said this before the pod but when i did raw they literally the women um ironed on these they're effectively like pads and they put them on your like armpits because they're like you are sweating so much and they had to take my shirt and iron these things on so i wouldn't show up on the didn't they say someone famous yeah jim owen apparently like jim owen does it all the time he's because he sweats so much really just (laughs) to make you feel
0: better you're like i'm like
1: like? literally yeah they were like absorbent pads okay and they're like huge
2: um, no, you're in a commercial. Like, I <laughs> know, <laughs>
1: can, I can ride a horse. foreign
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, blue liquid
2: on it. You can get, I know, don't ask me how I know, but you can get, like, a prescription deodorant that, like, stops. Yes, like. Yes, dry claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a yeah, teenager, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. it
3: is not good for you. No, no, no. It no. burns. So I had it once and yeah. it burned the fuck well, the out. It burns, it blocks things yeah. up. Yeah. 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 I feel like sweat for a reason, Because when you find out
2: how it works, like, the dry claw is just, like, it's like, all right, we're gonna plaster a Your arm, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like dry claw. It sounds like
0: some sort of supervillain, like dry claw. And
1: it's right. like it's, it sucks it's, the water out of you. It's a cartoon where like the person puts the finger in the hole and it just that's another mm, mm, leak
0: like i'm just sweating more out of my yeah that's right because that you sweat to cool yourself down so you your body's like oh that hole's blocked up let's mm. go to the head let's go for f- <laughs> fucking eyeball. people oh. are just
2: gonna be sitting and listening to podcasts and being like why are they talking what? about <laughs> the heat <laughs> so, <much?" Yeah. laughs> so monday morning
0: yeah
2: <laughs> well let's get into where, yeah. we're, where we're talking we're, about we're going into a jewel of the inner west kind of mm. a, one of i guess one of like the inner west like own islands because people from yeah. this area Stay there a lot, and not it's many people visit it either. Peninsula. Yeah, yeah uh, we're, really? we're going to Balmain
1: all the way. Up, I, I did read that people from Balmain, I was just looking at a bit of the history, and there was a big thing where people from Balmain, you know, way back 1800s, would refer to going to Sydney as like, Oh, we're going to the city. <laughs> like, it's was like, like a day trip. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. It was just known as being like, oh, that's no, like, we're a country yeah. town, effectively. It
3: really felt like that growing up. I mean, I was in Birchgrove in Balmain, so it's like the bougier part of the oh. bougie So, Balmain. they're like, Balmain
0: is like, oh, we're not Balmain. Yeah, they're like, we're Birchgrove.
3: But, yeah, it was like growing up in like a village or a country town mm-hmm. in the middle of Sydney. Yeah. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. Because
0: those transport links are not super good. Yeah, yeah like right. There's ferry. no train or anything. Or well, train, there's ferries and buses. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I guess that keeps a little bit of the riffraff. feel like, oh, there's no train station. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it like, was
1: like it was
0: very working class.
1: Yeah, it used to be prosies
3: and um, like the wharfies Right.
2: It's a birthplace of labour as well. Yeah. In the, in the 1890s. Like the Labour Party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not like Pregnancy Labour. <laughs> 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 so it's where they came up with Labour. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, okay. That's clever.
0: Wow, well, I didn't know that in my research about Main, Like, I skipped over that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there we go. But it is, yeah, it was very working class. Cause it's on the water, right? So it would have been wharfies and stuff. Yep. And that just means working class for a long time. And then eventually they go, hold on, this is nice living yeah. on the water. And yeah. then all the good view. rich people get there. and Yeah. yeah. Well, to me,
1: like... When I moved to Sydney, my view of Balmain, and I think I've been there like once or twice, but it was always like a pocket of Byron Bay within Sydney. Like it's like hippie, like Mm. anti-vax, like alternative.
4: (laughs) Do you think
3: so?
1: I think that that was the cliche that I kind of got from people talking about it. I think
3: there's more like anti-vax in Bondi. I feel like more hippies in Bondi. There's like, there's, uh, I feel like there are some hippies, but it's all like richy rich there's artists a lot of artists champagne
0: socialist stuff like you know like liberally like um rich people who are i don't know i'm trying what, what's the you know what i mean i know what you
1: mean yeah like a um you you're super rich but you're like Living an up. alternate lifestyle, yeah, but it's yeah. Yes. you can afford not not exactly. like
0: smoking a bong in a van, hippie. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. more like you know, yeah, spiritual. it's crystals, hippie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. There was a lot of smoking bongs. In <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> bongs in
3: parks Bongs yeah. in park. What's parks? the best uh, park
2: to bong on in Balmain?
3: Oh, it used to be. I loved Birchgrove Oval to bong on first thing in <laughs> 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 so the walking
0: their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great itinerary. Early on
4: in the
3: park. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But we did have – it. there's also in East Main. there's Propeller Park and we had – there's a bunch of us we used to get – like we had a little area. I don't know why people let us have it. Like couches and every now and again we'd like – Set fire to a couch and throw it in the harbour. Just like (laughs) the most annoying kids. So
2: you've got like your own little like the Wire season one corner.
3: So insane! I don't know how we got got away with it. TV
2: set, movie,
0: like you know what I mean. You got a couch. You got a little thing there. You're doing a little setup there, and then you're just hanging out at the park. So they're letting you do that. Yeah. And then you're like. You're getting away with it. It's so like quick for attention. Let's burn
3: the yeah, couch. Let's burn the couch and it and chuck it, it, it in the water. Then so you have
2: though. to go to like <laughs> fantastic furniture <laughs> and be like, We need another park couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what uh oh. what goes through the mind when you're just like, Man, sitting on this is pretty cool. <laughs>
3: yeah. We what should, if it was on
2: fire. Yeah, what if it was on fire and we threw it in the water? Well, I feel
3: like we're teenagers and it was before like social media was really big. You know, we'd only I was like grew up with we just got mobile phones, yeah. like 2110s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the most entertainment you had was playing Snake on yeah, your phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you to this day for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I was laughs> snake oh, Very like good. <laughs> 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 so I feel like it was just boredom. Yeah. Yeah. That,
1: yeah, I guess so. That, that is like petty vandalism ultimately stems from just being bored. In, yeah. In the suburbs or whatever. Yeah. Because we would just go steal like people's – we'd jump over back, back fences and steal people's like – Outdoor furniture and then sit it on top of their car, but like set the table back up. (laughs) Insane, annoying that is
3: so annoying. That is because I just thought it was so funny for them to come
1: out to go to work the next day and be like,
0: What the (laughs) why is there a table on my (laughs) hand? You've got a little fucking tea set (laughs) up up there with a little bear (laughs) and you're having a cup of tea, like, I pranked you. (laughs) That's so funny, so so stupid. So, you weren't you didn't get into individually, you didn't get in any trouble, it was just as a group. Uh look, I was on? pretty
3: good most of the time. Um, but there was like a lot of Baumane kids that went to a lot of different schools, but we'd all hang out. Mm-hmm. Lots of boys and girls, like a little group and that's when we'd get into trouble, but not much. I mean there was lads, we had we call them homies. Okay. Now they're Eshes, yeah. so I guess. Mm-hmm. Who would come and start fights, but... Trying to put out the couch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stop them! <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, never really, like, just breaking into stuff. Callum Park. Yeah. And there's, um, apparently... In Glad's, I never did it, but my friends did it. Gladstone Park, there's a little weird building there, and you can break into that, and underneath there's catacombs and oh, a whole lot of like That's cool. weird satanic shit. Fuck yeah, yeah. Ooh, love so that. So they yeah. broke into that, but I was too scared. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Would definitely be one where my like my friends were like, we should do it, and I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh, I've got dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay wild. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just sitting in my couch, <laughs> holding myself. <laughs> <separate laughs> like, what? Well, if they get cursed it's not my
3: fault. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want any demons attached to me. No, thank <laughs> you.
0: Because it's that old part of Sydney that would, like, I don't, that might just be some kid telling a fib, right? Obviously, like, obviously, um, you obviously know, that. Older Ben Hospital and it's like ghosts exactly. and stuff. But stuff any, any of those suburbs that've just got that history there, you go, oh, maybe this is true, right?
3: Yeah, and lots of old warehouses that now are gone, but when I was... Like at the end of my street, Balles Point Road. There was, uh, it was just like an old, weird warehouse, and now it's this beautiful park. Mm. But just lots of like weird places like that. I live next door to a shipping yard and we used to break in there all the time and just torture the security guard at night. <laughs> <laughs> just run around the ships. Okay, I, was really <laughs> maybe, I was going to say uh, metaphorically.
0: I'm going to my dog <laughs> style. We waterboarded in. Just torture. No, we didn't get that much trouble.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, we just ran around. And, you know how there's those big <laughs> tyres on the side for when they park the boats? Oh, yeah. We used to hang on there to hide as he came around with his torch oh. and hang on there and then just i don't know it's like hide and seek that's with a like guide.
1: that's like a fucking
0: episode of scooby-doo
1: or something
3: yeah. so dumb i think i used
0: to tell this one so we used to our suburb used to back onto this massive big green reserve and then they just like earmarked it for like um a new suburb and they just started like tearing all the trees down and all that and just started like plotting it out and we would me and my mate would go while the, they were like digging the digging it all up and we'd hide in the bushes that were still there and we acted for weeks like we were like spying on them. they couldn't see us you know we like being covert and we're like tracking them and then like after about a week the guy's like he goes, how hey you boys doing? You all right today? Nice <laughs> to see you, <laughs> just like David and like, fuck with sprung. Ran home. Weeks, weeks of undercover work blown. Oh, but
3: how much fun was oh, that? Oh, the yeah. best. Yeah. We you used to make good. little
0: ca- um little cabins and stuff, like little like we're like on Survivor making like a house. Yes. You know what I mean? With like clear a thing and then make a little this is the kitchen bench. Yeah. I think yeah, you'd be like pretty that.
2: good on Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can see you thriving.
0: No, I don't. I don't think. Do you so. think it's
1: his survival skills or he's manipulating the game by playing people? I think I'd be bad. A little at that. bit of
0: both. I don't know. Did you, did you yeah. guys get into survival? Again?
1: Oh,
3: I, yeah, I survival love survival. survival. I yeah, I'd in, be voted yeah. out in a day. Yeah, me too. I'd vote yeah. myself
1: out to But yeah. there's yeah. well, I
2: could <laughs> see like the first thing I do like getting off like. The boat when they're like they're, it's crashing through the waves and they're like, now I get to the island and I like fall off in a rash fist <laughs> and <they're> immediately <laughs> like, well, we've identified the weak one. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there being like, When's the reward challenge where <laughs> I get
1: to eat I wouldn't even leave the boat because I'd have a tummy ache. <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel
3: like I complain too much. like, there's too much sand, it's hot, <laughs> oh my god, I need moisturizer.
2: <laughs> oh see, like Alex to me would be like one of the only oh. ones where like, you know, like the first day they give you the tools and I'm gripping the machete by the blade.
0: You think I would win Survivor if I was going up against you two <laughs> yeah. five times over? That's yes, I would yeah, win that would. Survivor
2: <laughs> if I was up against Damien. Yeah, like of the three of us, I don't know about Laura's survival skills. Not great. I think that you would be able to light a flint.
0: Okay, but here's yeah. the thing, which and I'm, I don't think I'd be that handy on Survivor. But I always felt bad for the guy. You know, there's like one guy who comes in storming, and, and then he's like. He catches a pig He sets a fire up And then they're all like Oh this guy's too good They're to scaring yeah. him Yeah, really. release
2: Yeah yeah they Like up that, that You've me. got to be a little Unassuming So I'd have to I reckon yeah.
0: I would come in Fumbling around Like being useless Why don't Try to yeah. overcompensate for that mm. And then I'd get voted off For being useless as well
3: Are you a survivalist? Like are you No no oh. I
0: think Jamie's just Again he's just com- Compared to Jamie me. I'm Bear grills. Okay <laughs>
4: <laughs> Right
0: But I can't tie in, I can't do anything But I am You know A little bit more capable But well, I, do you yeah. Would you do it Would you you go on. I don't know if you ever watched, like, um, Alone. Alone. Yes,
3: I've watched a lot of Alone. Alone.
0: Which, like, do you would you ever, like, obviously, I would never think I'd be good at it, but there's an amount of money if someone said, Would you attempt it on camera? Would you do it, right? Yes. W- would you, would you have a crack for, like, guaranteed, I- like, you know 50 grand or something like if that. it was
3: guaranteed yes but i wouldn't last very long yeah mm. i want to do a survivalist course oh. like it's my fair i just want to go oh, and you really want to f- i really want to do it yeah i feel like those are skills that i don't have that would be cool to learn. Well, I, I think, think it would be cool. Are
0: they
2: offering these courses?
3: They can. You can do courses. I've about. Interesting. I've There's some, seen. like, weekends. Oh,
2: <laughs> man, we, we should do, do it and do a part about survivalist <laughs> courses yeah. Yeah. a week later when the guy's just yelled at me. <laughs> 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 the guy has not survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Josh. <laughs> <he's like>, <laughs> because the, the guys... Cadet on, Kirk, um, you cannot bring yeah. your own sausages <laughs> in your hands.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the people who do alone are all survivalist teachers, pretty much. Like, they are push okay. guys and girls who are experts in that then for yep. a survivor show but, with just like random guys, people who would then do a quick course or yes. whatever, right? Yeah. But alone is like the best of the best it's like the Olympics alone is of is intense, that
3: stuff. But it's so good because you see people like I love nature um, I just want to be out there. And then it just cuts to them a weekend just kicking trees going, fuck this, fuck They yeah. <laughs> have mental it's so, breakdown.
0: It's, it's so I've said it's, good to watch. i strangle so a tree to death. <laughs> it's so funny because they're, and the best thing is the one who's really, there's a couple of them who are just really good at surviving, but mm-hmm. they're, but that, so they can build and they, they, they cook, they catch enough food. And then they're like, all right, now what do I do? Um, I'll make a table. So they make a table. I'll make a this. And then yeah. they just run out of things to make. And they go, Get me out of here! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they've just like they, yeah. they can survive, but mentally they it's can't the survive. It's the
3: alone thing. The that alone gets thing people.
0: that always gets them. The yeah. mental
2: game of Survivor, I think me and Drew adore. Right? I've <sighs> just been like, nah. Same buff, huh? So you were in there last night. <laughs> <laughs> you guys and people trying, just you feel like, this <laughs> guy's a genius. <laughs> you guys are trying to start a podcast. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> On the island. <laughs> we'll
0: Making a microphone out, out
2: of a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Sticking <it> a coconut. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> look at my mixing board. It's just a bunch of worms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jamie's like, no, good listeners this week. No, no, no.
2: No and don't forget to subscribe to our, <laughs> our Patreon. very <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is way off Balmain. It yeah. is, way off. Did I you? Um,
1: I, w- I was curious. Did you have any um, like local eccentric characters around the neighborhood or anything like that? Because I feel like again the hippie thing, like Balmain's. You know, there's probably some, some kooks getting around, you know. Yeah,
3: there's a lot. We had, like, our resident homeless guy who would yell at us and a couple of bar flies who had their, like, same stories. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And we had Dawn Fraser. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Dawn Fraser lives there. Yeah, well, I used to – I went to Swimming Club uh, on a Saturday afternoon at Dawn Fraser Baths, which is a beautiful pool of harbour water. It's mm. disgusting. <laughs> and um, so I used to go there every Saturday afternoon – she was never a part of the swimming club but she would walk around and get quite angry at people <laughs> with her dog. She was quite she was known for getting Really <laughs> a bit snappy in the neighborhood. Really? Just anything? Yeah. So just angry. Yeah, I think. Angry, Just I'll had think. enough of it. Oh, but swimming so club was great. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah in dead. the
0: in the ocean, in the ocean water. In the
3: ocean water. I think it was a reason our parents used to go and just get drunk and cook barbecue and then do mock races for the kids to just keep us occupied, I think. But every year we'd have an annual race and we'd get trophies. I'm not a very good swimmer, so I would never get a trophy, but I did start getting trophies when I did the one race that no one else wanted to do because it was on Saturday morning and it was a 1500 metre. And because it was too long, but I used to win because no one else did it. <laughs> you go, so you'd be coming first and last the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It took 25
0: hours to do. Yeah, it was so a I long. I won this trophy. A, yeah,
3: about an hour, but I was on a trophy. I there think Dawn Fraser was on that trophy. I'm yeah. on a trophy with an Olympian. Wow, yeah, Thank you.
0: Fantastic.
3: Loophole. <laughs> 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 it's a secret to success. I've got
0: a little story about a... a, a Bit of a famous, I don't know, infamous person from the era back in the day. Do you boys have? It's a bit long though. Do you guys have anything?
1: I just have a mm-hmm. um an a
2: serial killer. Good. Oh. I'm my, I think we might have the same person. I'm hoping my infamous person. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. It's not my infamous. Person. Well, uh, you go, you go.
1: Because like my research is hastily put together.
0: Well, like. actually, I have two, which are connected. But well, I'll start. But you can. Is you the can other one compliment. McPherson? no fuck
2: mine's McPherson
0: (laughs) (laughs) god damn it why didn't we the first time we've ever had yeah we've never done normally we'll just come up with research and then we'll come and we'll be like do you guys have this I have this yeah 140
2: 60 episodes, <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first time we've all had the exact same story. So this I'll, is
3: amazing.
0: I'll tell. Um, Would well, you want to start the McPherson one then, Jamie Boy?
2: Oh well, my McPherson one because like the story of Lenny McPherson is so long. Have you heard
0: of Lenny McPherson? No. More? He's no. Uh,
2: one of Sydney's most famous criminals. He it's kind of uh, like ruled the roost with Abe Saffron, who was the king of King's Cross, it's Mr. At the
0: Sin. Time. Yes. Have yes. you okay. ever watched any New South like the Underbelly's based in New South Wales, like the yeah. King's Cross ones or? He's the a Character in the They're, in the Kings they Cross, they come yeah. up and down through all of that stuff a lot.
2: just yeah, like a, a lot of crimes in Balmain. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think <laughs> this guy was referred to as Mister Big, no relation to Sex in the City <laughs> character. But <laughs> <laughs> like where they up got their yeah. inspiration <laughs> from? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he was like, yeah, I could die on a Peloton. Um, but anyway, this is like one of my favorite genres of articles because like there is so much stuff on Lenny McPherson. Like there's a whole book that is very dense and very interesting. And it, he is, I'll preface, like a murderous piece of shit. Like he's done some very bad things. Like he tried to kill his first wife. Like he sick people on women. Like he killed a lot of people, but this is one of my favorite genre of articles. And and the Daily Mail is very good at them. Unearthing a bloke. That sort of knew him And was like Well he has a softer side (laughs) Oh okay The puff piece Yeah Yeah, yeah, Which is one of those And I think he had already Been dead at this point And it's like Lenny McPherson We called him Uncle Len Like it's one of these things Right So Lenny McPherson Was one of uh, Australia's Most powerful crime bosses And ruled Sydney's underworld With an iron fist for decades He rose to power By systematically Murdering his competition Without mercy Even ducking out Of his own wedding reception To murder A hated We're just like that rule, you know. That's a man, man with a passion. Yeah, 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 yeah
1: I yeah, know. Absolutely. It's like so also funny. like <laughs> most people duck <laughs> out of the reception to get photos. He's yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of like knocking someone off. But also, yeah, I
2: mean like <laughs> there's love, obviously, for your wife. But like you're gonna turn down <laughs> two hours of free booze? Like yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. true. Yeah. And canapes. Uh, <laughs> but here we go. Not to mention canapes. <laughs> love canapes, but. To neighbor Theo Michael, who grew up with his sons, Danny and Craig, the notorious Mr. Big was just Uncle Lenny, who taught him how to swim and took him on ski and oh, surf trips. Go. The Lenny I knew as a kid was nothing like his reputation. He was friendly and soft-spoken. I rarely saw him get angry. However, there were plenty of signs even a young boy could spot that Uncle Lenny wasn't what he seemed. From a drive-by shooting... To huge stashes of guns... <laughs>
1: That's an orange flag. (laughs) (laughs) And cash (laughs) and
2: dinners with notorious Australian hitmen. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Michael, who's now 58, he lived a few doors down from McPherson's house, and this is when he moved to Gladesville. McPherson was born in Balmain and, like, first got into trouble in Balmain and then kind of, like, went all around Sydney. Uh, So, while McPherson expanded his criminal empire and wiped out numerous rivals during these blood-soaked decades, at home... He appeared to be just like any other suburban dad with huge piles of guns. (laughs) (laughs) Dry (laughs) piles. Danny and Mr. Michael were in the same grade at Gladesville Public School and later Hunters Hill High and were best friends through their child and teenage years. The gangster's son who as a child reportedly strutted the neighbourhood, calling himself Little Mr. Big, which is a name you should use. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't hate it. <laughs> it. Uh, that is pretty I it. I read it and I was like, <laughs> I thought you wouldn't hate it. Uh, he, uh, so, yeah, he was best man at... Um, um, Uncle Lenny's son's wedding. They and Danny's little brother Craig played in a local soccer team managed by McPherson's wife Marlene, who Mr. Michael called Mrs. Mac. A lot of little color. It's like this This is also his second wife after he tried to murder his first wife <laughs> mm-hmm. and almost set his house on fire by shooting an oven. <laughs> okay, jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Lenny welcomed me into his house nearly every day for more than 10 years. I went to every birthday party and I took his dog for walks, Mr. Michael recalled. Later, he joined McPherson, his sons, and other family on numerous skiing trips to Threadbow and surfing holidays to the Gold Coast, and they all fired slug guns together in abandoned parts of Sydney. By the late 1970s, McPherson had killed most of his competition and had police, judges, and politicians on his payroll or scared into submission. Meanwhile... Danny was, by the early 1980s, beginning to work in his father's business and carving out a reputation of his own. Oh, wait, hold on. This article's in the wrong order now. <laughs> 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 Sorry. They but there, there's, oh, there's a great part about a cop was yeah. it Roger Rogerson? No, no, no. They, like, he's just, like, um, Cause famously I, disrespected cops and was mean to them. I
1: think Roger Rogerson and Graham Henry were, like, they became rivals with Lenny McPherson because he was like the big dog on the way out, and they're like the new young bucks coming on the way ah. in. And this is and what is this the seventies, right? Yeah, it's this 70s. is seventies. So and
0: then it's like you can just bribe cops and the, like the cops. Oh, the, the cops were the, the cops biggest gang. Oh yeah, yeah. no.
2: Yeah. Here we go. Here's a story. The boys, so like. Uh, so this guy, Mr. Michael, and his uh, Lenny McPherson's two sons, they're inseparable and they used to like uh, ride billy carts in the neighbourhood and they used to play soccer a lot. And McPherson was always their first call when they got into trouble. In those days, there was a patch of grass near Mr. Michael's house where they played soccer that was adjacent to the house of police prosecutor Ray Brittick. Sergeant Bridick threatened to incinerate the boy's ball if it hit his prized rose bushes. <laughs> and one day, the ball of course, hits the rose bushes. So Craig ran crying to his dad and Lenny, Mr. McPherson, comes out with a machine gun <laughs> and goes to the front door of the police prosecutor's house, knocks on it and aims the gun at him. Oh my a God. week later, he brought us a new ball. Wow. So, oh. Like imagine it's the ball is going to a cop's house with a machine gun, just pointing it at him and being like, don't, don't be mean to my kid. not even like threatening. Them. Yeah, it's like That's unreal. Um, another run-in with the policeman, uh, one of only two neighbours McPherson didn't get on with, came on the night of Mr. Michael's 16th birthday party. He said some of his soccer mates got drunk and threw rocks through his windows. So Sergeant Briddick called the police and got the party shut down and the boys arrested. Lenny went over the next day and said, you can't prove it was kids from the party. It could have been anyone. Everyone hates you because you're a cop. <laughs> Wow. If okay. you want to take these kids to court, I've got the best lawyers in town and then all allegations against the boys get dropped very quickly.
0: So he's just, untu- he's just a big... Swing-
2: yeah, swing- so like the Mr. cops big are scared of him.
1: Uh, mm. Mr. McPherson, I mean, yep, go. Well, I was going to say, like a few times when I was a kid, my mum would go around to people's houses to yell at them on my behalf. With a machine really? gun? Never with a machine gun. Oh, yeah.
3: that's what sh- she was missing. I know,
0: yeah. she needed... More. Your she's mom is the sweetest person and I... I but she's pretty... She, when she's, she's, she's a little angry, bulldog she's when she's
3: uh, protecting did the Did she get it, like, did it... Was oh, it effective she, when yeah, that's she went, so And it cool. was
1: always men who would yell at us because we were like mucking around in their <laughs> <laughs> front yard yeah, or something. Yeah, the furniture set on their car. Well, one guy, <laughs> There was one guy, and admittedly, like, we were in the wrong because we were filming ourselves jump off his fence into a bush in his front yard. Like, because it was like, we were <laughs> so Yeah, to, you're he, like, being a little off. shit. And he was like, he said something like, he threatened to kill us. He was like, you boys fucking jump in there again, you're not going to leave or something like that. And I went back and told mom and she fucking stormed over there. And was like, you don't ever fucking talk to my kids. I right. like, oh, yeah. got into it. it was great. Yeah. Were you embarrassed or
2: like, no, hell yeah. yeah. Did,
0: did your parents ever get involved in any of your shenanigans, Laura? Or they just let you?
3: Yeah, my dad's pretty argumentative, so, like, they're pretty protective. Mm. Yeah, but never like that. Never, Never like, storming over and and bashing on the door. No machine guns? No, no machine
1: guns, unfortunately. What a move to your dad just rolls around the machine imagine, you know, like,
0: you know, little kids are like, my dad's bigger than your dad. Imagine that kid (laughs) at school is like, my dad has a machine gun. And everyone's like, sure, he's got a machine (laughs) gun. Well, we've heard your story, so...
2: (laughs) Um, Here's some more McPherson didn't work a normal job And his fear of assassination Often kept him at home behind his security Where he kept himself busy with hobbies Lenny was always painting He made this huge mural all around the pool And did a lot of DIY (laughs) Yeah, He got really into Warhammer (laughs) Got really into Pokemon at some point Uh, it said one day, McPherson asked uh, this kid, Mr. Michael, to fetch a paintbrush from the back of the shed, and the boy discovered a hidden room about four meters long on each side. He said, I peered through a crack and saw it was chock full of, of money. Guns? Money. Oh, oh, money. Oh, just Shannon. bricks of cash <laughs> piled oh, up. Sweet. That's a. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That's pretty cool. He also counted his money on the dining table, and sometimes there was a machine gun or a bazooka <laughs> sitting on the dining table.
1: <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> that's
2: a fucking bazooka. looney tunes yeah.
4: cartoon.
2: <laughs> yeah. The dining table was a setting for numerous meetings with well-known underworld figures to discuss business or who to bump off next. Mr. Michael said he regularly saw powerful gangster and McPherson associate George Freeman and psychotic hitman Stan the Man Smith eating dinner or hanging out with their boss as he walked through the house to Danny's room. Lenny counted money on the dining table. Ah, that was the. McPherson was also a notorious drinker at Sydney's pubs, and uh, he loved bashing people (laughs) and threatening to kill them. (laughs) Is that but, a resume like, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: loves warhammer
2: passion. however <laughs> yeah. mr michael insists as far as he saw mcpherson never drank in his family home he said never linen no room with all well, the yeah, cash. Cash. <laughs> there's too many bazookas like on the table he says that uh the uh, all they had was red creaming soda Uh, The most obvious sign of McPherson's gangland associations came when his house was shot up in a drive-by in the middle of the night. Mr. Michael, who was 10 at the time, recalled seeing the damage to what was left of an enclosed veranda at the front next morning. There were bullet holes all through the veranda and the front of the house. Lenny and his sons didn't talk about it much. Danny said it might have been someone who owed him money and didn't want to pay. I knew he had a lot of enemies. This episode prompted McPherson to turn the humble 1930s red brick cottage into a two-story fortress that apparently still stands in Gladesville today. Uh, from the streets, it didn't look like much, but the extreme security features were detailed in Tony Reeves' 2005 biography, Mr. Big. Uh, the entire perimeter of the premises was wired to detect any movement within its limits, uh, placing one's hand across the line of the plain-looking uh, like fence it would send off an alarm. So, like, Uh, if you just go up to the fence and you go, like, eh, (laughs) it sets off an alarm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyone entering the premises was tracked on video camera, linked to monitors in several locations around the house, and was photographed by concealed still cameras. So there's video and still. And this is back when, like, the technology must have been pretty... Primitive, yeah. right? Yeah. He's not getting this from JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> <you know, like. laughs> the walls were also reinforced to withstand explosives. All the windows were made of bulletproof glass and a security ga- code was needed for the side gate. Additionally, the welcome mat... Covered a one meter deep pit that could be activated this with the touch of a button. So, so it yeah. is a cartoon. This
3: article has convinced me that he did have a softer side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm so yeah. Glad he had a sense of
2: whimsy. I think. Yeah.
3: yeah, wow. I'm so glad <laughs> so what <fun>. an insight. <laughs> uh,
2: despite Mr. McPherson's fearsome reputation of uh, ruthlessly murdering dozens of rivals and dobbing the rest into corrupt pl- police who protected him, Mr. Michael said he was fair-minded. He was always an eye for an eye. <laughs> That's yeah. how he looked at things in life. He was very fair. If you did right by Lenny, he'd do you right. But if you did wrong by him, he'd do you if wrong. you brushed him in a pub, yeah. he'd yeah. kill you in <laughs> your family. Yeah. Yeah. I've never ah, seen him not. get angry at someone who doesn't deserve it. He was very soft-spoken, rarely raised his voice, but had a very sharp wit. There's always a comment about these like psychopaths being like, yeah, but he could crack a joke or two, though. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's they're all charismatic. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um. Yeah, so by the late 1970s, McPherson he had killed like pretty much all of his competition, and like police, judges, and politicians were either on his payroll or so scared of him they would not make a move against him. And um, eventually, the guy grows apart from um, the sons. Um, they had like a beef, and <laughs> did not beef. even ask, just assumed yeah. Jamie
0: wanted another move.
2: They, he was supposed to be best man at uh, McPherson's son's wedding, but they ended up having a falling out, and they ended up growing apart. And then uh, it all came crashing down for Mr. McPherson. Um, basically, his he was getting older, and mm-hmm. his influence began to wane. There was a bunch of new cops coming onto the force who was like, wait why are we so scared of this bloke? Mm. And like, we should go for him.
1: Oh, that's right. The big machine guns. (laughs) uh,
2: Also like a lot of the corrupt police officers protecting him had started to be purged in like the people like investigating people like Roger Rogerson. It says he was finally brought down by ordering a simple beating of businessman (laughs) Darren Burt for jumping ship from Danny's liquor business. Just the basic package. (gasps)
0: Yeah. Just a form uh, 12B. It's the jet star of beatings.
2: (laughs) Uh, And uh, yeah, he'd, jumped ship from a liquor business and taken like a $26 million contract from him. Mr. Burt was viciously beaten at his home in April, 1991. And the young detectives who investigated and charged Mr. McPherson cared little for his history. McPherson had been caught on a tapped phone planning the beating and later saying, the boy's just done a job for me, a fucking good job. They got this fucking bloke and broke his fucking arm and bashed his head. He was jailed for four years after – he managed to delay the trial for three years and then he got sent to jail for four years. But he died behind bars uh, in 1996, age 75, his empire kind of – Long so
0: gone. into the 90s, he was still wow. yeah. right at the end, but he was doing but stuff. But he was also wow. just
2: kind of like a good bloke. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah just real real like sweetheart. Right? <laughs> right? Forge yeah. on the wharves of
0: Balmain, hey? Yeah. Wow. Well, I've got, and Drew has as well, apparently, uh, a bit of a bit of an older tale about a a, a serial killer from uh, from Balmain. Um, yeah.
1: And it's kind of, the, I just found some broader stuff around the way that she operated that I found kind of interesting. Yeah. So you can just... I think take, we've got The exact the basics. same angle. Is that the footy? thing Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Well, let's just you just colour in when you need to. Sure. But basically, yes. Yeah, so there was this lady called Caroline Grills. She was born in Balmain, eighteen. 18- Any relation to Bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can Maybe, bring this back to survival. <laughs> can bring this back to survival. Uh, 1888, Balmain, um, and uh, very quickly she gets married to Richard Grills, a labourer. They have five sons, a daughter, and Man, she's what known a name Dick, Dick Grills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> old oh, Dickie Grills. Um, and they have a um, bunch of kids. She's known as Auntie Carrie by a big family. And it says here, which is a bit unfortunate. Uncle Len, you? Auntie Carrie. Like every bad person yeah, <laughs> gets yeah. the old uncle
1: or auntie. And yeah, they had
3: a family.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, so it said here that Auntie Carrie, she was known as a short, dumpy woman with <laughs> thick rimmed glasses. I'm you oh, like, you know, don't want known don't, as that. Don't need that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> probably didn't need to read it out. But, uh, <laughs> well, there I go. I did it. Um, so Richard, her husband. <laughs> Um he started um he found work in real estate and ironically enough after they grew up they got married in Balmain and everything he buys a home in Gladesville as well so they oh, no way. they're renting in Gladesville so that's the gla- the Balmain because they like, Laura don't move to Gladesville you might become <laughs> no. a serial killer
1: what um, were, you, were you yours was Birchgrove right Birchgrove Birch, yeah so it's Birchgrove Gladesville Bowman's. Cla- where's Gladesville? Area?
2: Gladesville's like a good twenty-minute drive from. Yeah, Balmain. Oh, it's like near okay. North. It's like near Rye. That's what yeah.
0: I'm saying. It's oh, a, okay. quite a quince. It's not next door. Oh right, okay. Yeah, cool. it's the other side of the. Um, the bridge, water. the yeah. Gladesville Bridge. Yeah, yeah. They are called. Sounds like a coincidence <laughs> to me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they moved there, and uh, in nineteen forty, so in nineteen forty-seven, um, it's after World War Two. There's a massive housing shortage and a big rat plague in Sydney. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. so she's um, she's looking for a way to keep her house rat-free. And she's advised by the council to buy a particular type of poison that they're selling now called Thol Th- Thallium. Thallium, yeah. Thallium is the Tholrat's the brand. Thallium is the uh, is write the that down, po- everybody. Yeah. 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 everybody.
1: <laughs> and uh, but here's and the this thing. is over-the-counter stuff as well. There's no mm. regulations around so it. you need a
2: prescription it. for dry claw. But you can buy this over this here. Is, and
0: this is the thing. So Thallium... And only
2: one of them will stop me sweating? So fa- Thallium... will <laughs> stop you up, living.
0: <laughs> stop sweating there. It's known as... And I was reading this and Drew, you might have got the same thing. But it's, it's known as the, the poisoner's poison. <laughs> it is colourless, odourless, tasteless. Yep. It can enter the body through being inhaled, absorption through the skin or ingestion. It's inexpensive. This is back then, obviously, it requires no licence to purchase, over-the-counter... And it's uh, slow acting and it's wide ranging symptoms suggest all these other different things. Yeah. So it's like the Undetectable. perfect, perfect poison. I assume You've got
3: Munchausen's by proxy. Yes. This yeah. is this your is, this poison. Is the yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Because it's, it's slow acting as well. If we, you know, if I like, you know, put in your drink and then you go, ah, and you're go and dead, then ah, who us. was here? Yeah. But if I do it and three, four days later, you cark it. All right. So it's like the perfect thing. So anyway, she sort of finds out about this. But here's the thing. Is um uh she her father died several years ago and left her his house, oh, but on the proviso. going to say it's thallium stuff. Yeah, yeah, big big pile in the back room <laughs> there. Um, she left um she got left the house by her dad on the proviso that she allowed that her dad's widow, so her stepmom. Um, Christine Mickelson to live there until her death Ooh. but at Should age of 87 Christine hanging on to life a little too much she's clinging <laughs> yeah. on there It's 87 is 400 years old back in <laughs> yeah. 1900 yeah, early is 1900s a long life. So
3: rats come in many forms yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> exactly so uh, so Christine's like let's just speed this on a little bit Do you know what I mean starts tipping a little bit in the tea and the cakes and starts lacing it and obviously no one really is um, suspicious when Christine died uh, a couple, a month or two later at the age of 87, 1947. So that's the start of this woman's uh, she journey. She spree. Yeah. Now, yeah. Th- that's what happens. So now she's got a house to herself with her husband, right? But her husband's got a sister-in-law, right? <laughs> Angelina <laughs> Tom- Thomas, 84 years old. Uh-huh. And she has said, she's sort of leaked at a, at a little, uh, you know, a little afternoon tea that because she has a house near Katoomba And she's going to leave it to Richard and Caroline in her will when she passes on, which is probably not the sort of thing that she should have said. Yeah, keep that that to yourself. Not until that. So she lets slip that, oh, by the way, I'm going to be leaving that to you in my will. She's 84 years old. But I'll uh, probably
2: die in like 15 (laughs) to 20 years. Yeah,
0: 20 (laughs) Uh, minutes, days, years, depending on if I get poisoned or not, you know. So she's cut. And then, so then then old... um, Then old, what's her name? Carolyn. uh, Carolyn starts inviting her over for tea. Let's come over for tea. Come on, every day. Tea and cakes. Tea and cakes, tea and cakes. So it
2: doesn't just take one dose of thallium to knock someone down. Well, I
0: think she was, you know, there wasn't a Wikipedia to look it up, right? (laughs) So she's getting the stuff. And maybe for the 87-year-old woman, you put it. she put in a thing and bang. Maybe she's like, that didn't work, that Mm. didn't work. I'm going to keep upping it. So she starts doing it. But eventually, after a couple of months... Uh, three months after the murder of the the, the ste- stepmother, the 84-year-old um, family friend, Thomas, died three months. So it was three months between the first two. Um, and so then she's like, okay, great. So they go, okay, that's what, you know, she's inheriting that house. Then John Lundberg, a robust 60-year-old former seaman, went on holiday with Carolyn and Richard and Woi Woi. He returned home with a mysterious illness, never recovered, and they've never found – and they're like, well, she just – Enjoyed this shit by now, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. she's done it twice for for, for uh, financial benefit, yeah. and then she this guy went on holiday with her and used her towel in the bath <laughs> or something. And no, so he, he
3: probably said something annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know when you go on holiday and you probably caught her and, a short dumpy woman Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah he <laughs> He wrote the description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she had nothing to gain from this desk, but apparently, so he carked it as well. And obviously, no one knows what's going on at this point, right? So she's got all these people dropping. Like flies around them. Another family friend, Marianne Mickelson, um, was next, and she died um, a bit later on in 1949. Then she turned her attention to Evelyn Lundberg, um, widow of John, the guy on holidays, mm-hmm. So, um, and started coming over for for tea and everything like that. And she offered, um, you know, she um, the the widow was coming over, and her, the widow's daughter and the daughter's husband were coming over as well. And they all got really, really sick, but. And this is where maybe, Drew, you can um, elaborate because this is 1952. The the son um, who was coming over, The, the sorry, the husband of the, the daughter that was coming over, he's getting sick. They're really sick. They're like, why are we getting so sick? And he reads in the paper about all these other deaths, recently murders of thallium.
1: Well, yeah, it was described in this Wikipedia article as there was a, uh, quote, thallium craze. So at, in the 50s people are just poisoning people left and right and it's um and one of the blokes was this dude who was a, a Balmain he played for the Balmain Tigers like he was mm-hmm. a footy player and he um he was he his mother-in-law moved in with him and his wife and then he started having sex with his mother-in-law and then she Ooh. tried to kill him <laughs> with thallium.
3: the mother-in-law <laughs> yeah Damn, okay. you think
2: the wife would drop. You would
1: think so. Yeah. Mm. Um it was like that only been married six months and then yeah, he hooks up with her. You're making three an times. excuse for the bloke? <laughs> 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 oh,
0: mate. Yeah, keep my options open, you know.
1: Um but he I don't think he died. He didn't die. No. But he, but it yep. did um yeah, in the in the nineteen fifties, the Stalin, which is obviously like you say, you can buy it without a licence. There's no tracking it. It it's tasteless, odorless, etc. Untraceable. So
0: people were just Offing people with thallium wow. all the time. Wow. It that was is was yvonne Fletcher, a housewife from Newtown, charged for the murder of both her first and second husband, um, and her second husband was a he. He was a rat bait layer. So he died, and they're like, "Well, he died of thallium, but he's just like an imbecile at work. Probably <laughs> yeah. ate it. Thought it oh, was something man. else." A
4: little
0: bit for you. Little <laughs> little <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> So she, so she was the first one to get done. And then I think that caused a bunch of people to read about it. But Caroline had been doing it for four or five years. So she was the OG. She was, she was doing it, but she didn't get caught this, this other woman. Um, and like
1: back then, this is one thing that I was thinking about with, with these kind of poisonous serial killers, especially just the, Amount of benefit of the doubt that was going around. Like people just dropping left and right. Yeah. And like, oh, they keep coming over for tea and then they're dropping dead. But hey, yeah. can't be Auntie Carol. It must
3: be a bad cooking. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> well, it just reminded me of the
1: mushroom, the mushroom lady. Lady. Yeah. Victoria yeah. recently. Because yeah.
0: it's a similar it's a similar thing where she was poisoning for a long time. It's like family friends of a friend. It's yeah. not really clear what the motive is. And it's clearly a bit of um, motive and a bit of like, oh, I like like that's what they're saying yeah, about Caroline. Catch the bug. Yeah, yeah. Caroline but she
3: never got arrested.
0: No. So that, this is what happened: was she 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 killed four people, and then on the the next batch was again the the widow of one someone she's killed that woman's daughter and her husband, and she was poisoning them. They kept coming over, and but they didn't die. They was very very sick. Then the son and the son of that he was read about the all these deaths, including this um, Bob Lullum, this Balmain player who was because he was like the one of the best plays in the entire league. Mm. So it was huge front-page news about the trial and everything. And a, I think the scandalous nature of the, the trial. The scandalous nature like, of the Ooh. trial. So it was like, Thallium, some of the symptoms are, and one of the symptoms was um, losing your hair. And this bloke's like hair's falling out and he's sick and he's blind. He's like, this is what's happening to me. So he goes over tea again one day and he notices Arnie um, uh, Caroline um, uh, putting like just palming something over the drink that he's going to, did she go to give her his mother-in-law?
1: Wait,
3: she did it in front of <laughs> yes. him? That is Wild. way too cocky. I know.
1: <laughs> That's an arrogance that comes with experience. Like, yes. she's like... That's a fourth kill,
2: point. A hundred percent. So... Just saying, like, maybe next time I'll, like, flick it in. Yeah, yeah it exactly. in the
3: kitchen and bring it out. I know. Oh,
2: she just she's standing like like, from the kitchen being like, Comey, she's doing, like, David Blaine, in. like, you know what I mean? Like, sleight of hand.
0: And it's... Yeah, so um so basically she's suspicious and he's suspicious he sees palmet, he then quickly switches it um not for her but he says like oh oh a bug fell in this um whatever and tips it out uh, tips a bit into a, his pocket into a little container puts his pocket makes his uh, auntie uh, makes his mother-in-law a new cup and then he has that in his pocket he then goes to the cops clever Very clever guy, John Downey. So then he goes to the cops and says, I think, test this. What's in this? They test it. Thallium, through the roof in this little thing. Wow.
3: Oh, hold on How did he get away With carrying a container I, I know exactly. These people are it's so dumb She's putting it In front of them He's got a <laughs> He's
0: got a, <laughs> he's got a Stanley <laughs> flask <laughs> In his pocket <laughs> <laughs> Holding out his pocket so
3: Start pouring
2: this out <laughs>
0: Sorry
2: There's a bug in my teeth yeah, I pour just pour have to put it bed. Into my pants am <laughs> so, <laughs> so insane
0: He goes to the cops He's like I've got to no, You've got to you know, Wring it out of my You've got to Suck them out the pants Stallion There's a lot of other Things we've found You need to go the yeah, <laughs> we found hepatitis. We found everything. Uh, so anyway, uh, he goes to the cops. found and then um, that John, Christina, and Evelyn—the three people who she was poisoning—all found with the metal in their system. Bodies. They exhumed the bodies um, of two of the victims of, that we documented, and they found traces. The other two were cremated, um, but um, it's heavily suspected or she commit, uh, admitted to it. So she definitely killed four. She attempted to kill. Three more, um, and they said that uh, the prosecutors argued the first murders were for financial gain, but then she began to enjoy watching the people die and get a sense of control, and she alone knew the cause of the victim's suffering. The jury took 12 minutes to find her guilty. Jesus, <laughs> that's, She yeah. was sentenced to death, commuted to life. At Long Bay Jail, because um, there was a common thing, it's like Auntie Sally. I don't know what it was, but people would say Auntie Sally about someone. It's like, oh, you're being an Auntie Sally. Yeah. Whatever that meant. Everyone called her Auntie Thally <laughs> at ah. Long Bay, ah, so that was nice. a good nickname. A nickname. So she's copping Auntie Thally until, until way
3: she, better than short dumping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm oh, happy yeah. with this
1: one. Yeah. She started that
3: nickname.
0: Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah, that is insane. Yeah, and obviously they then quickly changed the form like formula for that. Like you said, Jamie, we well, would like impo- impossible off. to get a prescription for fucking anything. Yeah, yeah, and and so also the, we
2: couldn't walk in a price line and be like, give me the thallium
0: yeah oh yeah it no. would be banned now for sure Well, it, what they would do is i don't know if that exists in rat poison but if there's something like that they would just add a thing that makes it taste like shit or color you know what i mean uh, like yeah, so yeah. that you can't do that because like, it doesn't matter the rats not like oh this tastes a little funky yeah. you know the yeah, rats yeah, just they they eat shit. they eat yeah. shit <laughs> <you know laughs> what yeah. What I mean? yeah yeah notoriously yeah, so, unpicky yeah uh, there we go in,
1: uh, growing up there what was your first job was it in the in the area
3: uh, no, my first job was at Gowings as the gift wrap girl. I would what's Gowings? What's Gowings? The Gowings, famous building in the, the city. The famous building in the city on the corner of Market Street yeah. and um, it's George still, Street. Gowings, it's still, the, the sign still is still exists, there. Yeah. The building's oh, still there. Oh yeah, I know. What was you it mean, like a yeah. Grace
1: Brothers type thing? Or? It
3: was. It was so weird. It had like a. Uh, it had a bit of everything. It had like a level that was like utensils and stuff, and then there was a level that had um, like weird mini TVs and travel things. Like I don't really know. We all had to wear Hawaiian shirts. That was a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> something we've like kept up to this day. <laughs> yeah, it was like bits and bobs, yep. I guess. Right, okay. Yeah, Like, like a, a Kmart or something? Or like yeah, a David Jones? or. A kind of like a David Jones, but more like... Weird, specific stuff, okay. I guess. This is the, the, this is the worst description. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really I wonder know why they what went out of business. Yeah. No one can explain what their
1: business is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like and you, you're you exclusively just gift wrapping. I things. would
3: gift wrap at Christmas. I would get a lot of complaints. <laughs> and I was told to say it's complimentary. You're not allowed to complain. <laughs> <laughs> Good and answer. then I started letting people just wrap their own stuff. So I would, <laughs> What a DIY <laughs> gift wrap, yeah. girl!
0: That's so cool. So and you weren't good at it, like, no. or just?
1: I'm very bad at it. Oh, to I'm this horrendous. Day. I
3: got it right, but like, there was so many weird shaped things there. Yeah, it was like the shop was like if David Jones met like a camping store, mm. met oh. like
1: oh,
4: okay. a two
3: dollars shop. Like they had weird, yeah. It was just a very weird yeah. store. Okay. I lo- yeah. It was fine to work there, and then for a while, I worked at the Exchange Hotel because in Balmain, what we're famous for. Not as much anymore, but we have more pubs per capita oh. than any other place in Some Australia. Great
2: Not pubs right out there. Some very yeah. famous, very old pubs. Very old as pubs. As well. So
3: I worked at the Exchange for is that, a while. Are they?
0: Do they have different reputations in terms of being one's rowdy, one's boozy? Yeah. Or yeah.
3: Different ones. Like Dick's Hotel is across the road, and that's more like low-key vibe. There's the William Wallace, which is really old-school pub, like. Still has the same old guys that go. Exchange Hotel had, yeah. The Exchange Hotel had like a pub level, then like a bougie bar level, and function rooms, and a restaurant. And it was never really successful. It's shut down now. Um, But it used to be a brothel back in the day, Mm, and then turned into a pub. Uh, But it was a great place to work.
1: Yeah. Uh, The only time I've been to Bowman, I went on just a Sunday avo to check it out, and went to the East Village Hotel. And I will shout out best Sunday roast I've ever had. In this really, yeah. oh, it was in the fucking roast. incredible. Dix
2: is a fun pub, and Dix. the Exchange
3: is a fun and pub. And there's the Unity, which people call the Untidy. Cause that's mm. like, or And then there's one, the Bridge Hotel, which is yes. on Victoria Road, where there, I think. do not go there before okay. 3 a.m. That is an after 3 a.m. Oh, I think really? Ruby might have guts. said the same thing about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, rough place.
0: Don't go there before 3 a.m. No,
3: this is a place that you end the night on and then you go, yep, this the night's over. Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, I see. Right. This, is, this is an indication I should yeah. be going home. Okay. Yeah, there's right. so okay. many, though. Yeah, there's a couple of old ones I, I found uh, – this is such great, like, uh, old internet stuff in, like, 2009 <laughs> when just, like, any motherfucker had a blog that lasted, like, a year and a half. And this is just, like, some Balmain real estate agent who's like, I want people to know about Balmain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, so they're not just pieces of shit. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> they like the area and they're pieces of shit. <laughs> but, but he, like, wrote a few articles about, like, old Balmain pubs. And they're just, like, very short, but they're kind of interesting. So the first one was... um. The Rob Roy Hotel. Mm -hmm. It was a pub for 101 years until 1958 had a reputation for harbouring unsavoury characters and was known to locals as the Blood House. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Wow. Where do you want to lo- go? Yeah.
1: go for dinner tonight with Blood House? Yeah. 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 Wow.
2: <laughs> its location serviced the men working on the schooners docked in White Bay and when the... They're working on the schooners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And when the drunk spilled <laughs> out onto the private residence of uh, Shannon Grove, the residents, a father and son team known as the Ward Boys, would eject them using a revolver. So you know how there's all those signs being like, please leave quietly. This is a neighborhood pub. That sign was two blokes with a gun being like, shh, shh, get out of here. The Rob Roy also had a a reputation for selling liquor on Sundays if you went around the back of the hotel. Mm. Uh, It's now a boarding house. And then there's uh, the, I think this still exists, the Dry Dock Hotel. Yep,
3: Dry Dock's great. It's the
2: oldest one still operating.
3: Uh,
2: It opened in 1867. Its success has been due to its location being close to Mordstock and its innovation. It was the first pub to have a beer garden in Balmain. Wow, we well.
3: Fancy, yeah. very
2: nice. Uh, what's that? That'd be one a beautiful spot. Is that
0: on the water with a beer garden in Balmain? Uh, I'm not sure. Is? I've no, never been a draw. It's near
3: the water, but right. not on the water. Mm. There's so many. Like we get a lot of hens parties and um, bachelor. Is it a good pub, like
0: a pub crawl vibe? You
3: can literally crawl. In it in <laughs> takes you like a hundred meters. You're at another pub. That's yeah. so, cool. so. I think yeah. it's
2: literally on the local government's website. Yeah. Like you. Like here's. The fucking historic. Well, that's what they pub do now
0: hall. in Marrickville with the, with the, yeah. bre- the well, breweries. I, I was yeah. looking
2: up yeah. the old pubs and found like a pretty, uh, like, I think a local council site that had just like a map and like all
3: the like little. There's like a path that people this. would go because you'd start in Balmain at like Dick's and Exchange and go to Town Hall, then down the street <laughs> and go to like Unity. You could end at the London and then there's right down to East Balmain. So there's just pubs everywhere. Yeah, that's so cool. It's really cool. And they're
0: all nice. Like, they're not all uh, hem style shitty ones like they all got a bit of character still they've all
3: got a lot of character that's awesome
2: Um, was one of those pubs the first pub you ever went to
3: oh i don't know well my i just used to go with my dad drank he drank at the sackville in roselle a lot so i was there a bit um, we used to Angela's Ashes him where mum would get us to stand outside and be like please come home I love that ashing. you call it Angela's, <laughs> Angela's ashing. Uh, That's so funny. So good. she was like dad won't we'll come home let's go Angela's Ashes him and I was like alright <laughs> it's so, so unhealthy <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah they like uh. the William Wallace and and uh, yeah, and it's it all shuts down for Anzac Day because there's two up and all the streets are closed and like people spill out into the streets. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The best two up is at the William Wallace because it's just so old school. Like the pub still kind of looks the same. Yeah. yeah
0: I love those old places. Like yeah. You don't like, get at them a lot. I got to check this out. I gotta yeah. gotta do a little bit of a Balmain Weekend. Well, I can see why you. people yeah. like who are settled and like, you know, whether they can get to work easy on the bus or whatever, but like, why you just never leave there? yeah it sounds yeah, like yeah. just you're close enough to the city, but you've got. Uh, just the perfect little suburb to, to, to live in. Yeah, with little a little village. Options. It just
3: doesn't have a cinema. So you'd have to get on the bus to go to George Street. Ah, right. That's the only thing. The only and I thing? would never leave, I don't think. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Definitely, like, when I lived in, like, Epping area, like, going to Balmain was, like, a fancy day. Like, you'd go there, like... Like a great place as well Like when you're like 24 And you've got like A new girlfriend You're like yeah. Well where do we go And it's like Get in the car Hop to Balmain We'll go to Do you remember The franchise Casbah That was like Yes a, Like kind of like the Middle bell. Eastern that did like The uh, breakfast But like the pancakes Were like an inch thick And then a huge plate You take Something people there Something rings a bell at Casbah, yeah. And they, they're they also famous For having those weird Like water jugs Where you'd ho- hold them up Like real fucking high And the water would just Go into the glass you'd be like this guy's a magician. Yeah. <laughs> just that was just definitely one. like one of the things like that was your hot like, date people, move uh, thing. people I knew like in that Epping area would be like, yeah, you got to yeah. go to Casbah, man, That's yeah, it was good. Big spot.
3: breakfast, but um, it's kind of like in more recent years, it's, I think it's coming back. But when I was growing up, there was a milk bar and it was all still like really cutesy, not, super expensive mm. then it got too bougie mm, and then mm, a lot of mm. shops shut down cause you couldn't afford rent. Yeah. yeah. And it got a bit sad for a, a little a bit sad. Yeah. But then it's like, I think it's starting to a little bit. Yeah, okay. come back. Cause like, yeah. it seems like
2: Diggs kind of pushes against that a bit where they're yeah. just like, well, we're not fucking like one of the pubs. It's like, we make a million dollars and we're going to do this. It's like, it's pretty like nice and dark in there. And they're like, we do what we do. The sad yeah.
0: thing about those, um, suburban pubs is, um, You could never open a suburban pub today, like if it wasn't already one there. Like you can't, like because you would never be allowed on some corner of a street to say this will be a pub now. It'll so as soon as a pub goes, it'll never be. Yeah, you'll always lose one. So like if Balmain has, I don't know, what are we saying? Like ten different pubs is something like that more. Yeah, yeah. So like you know what I mean? Like you if you if they shut if a bunch of them shut down or you know turn into apartments or something, you'll never it'll never just spring back up. So it's like. Really important though I think a few of them drink. Um, We got it all. Yeah. yeah support. <laughs> well. A few of
2: them are heritage listed, I think. Yeah. Well, so well Exchange Hotel are,
3: yeah. is. And now it's shut down, which is a bit sad. And Town Hall is shut down. And they tried to turn, turn it into an Orange Theory fitness I was like, uh, why would you want to exercise on the sticky floors? Like uh, you can still feel the energy of the pub. Yeah, like that's I'm not I'm It's hallowed ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just I have
0: flashbacks to drinking too much and yeah. That's not good. I think
3: I don't know what they're turning into it now. So it's like those buildings are kind of empty, which is a bit weird. But, yeah, I was like, oh, no, all the pubs are going. We yeah. can all keep drinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> out of support that. There's definitely <laughs> you're a are doing the opposite
0: <laughs> of Angela. <and> Ashley's seeing your <laughs> <his> dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, come yeah, on, dad. you <laughs> have got, got to come <laughs> back. <and laughs> That's dad dad. <laughs> <doing>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you do see, um, even around, sort of walking around Newtown and in, into Redfern and stuff, you definitely see buildings where you're like, I know that used to be a pub. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like yes. real estate That yellow
0: tile yeah. on the outside. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so sad. It's like Perfect I was
3: tile for pissing on the outside. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: yeah, <yeah, yeah>, really <laughs> wow, Nailed that one. I, I'm walking past it and I need to
0: piss. But <laughs> so I was walking past um, we've talked about this Christ is it Crystal Castle Castle something? Color Castle. Castle. Yeah. It's and um, great it's pub. like just a pub in the middle of the, these blocks of yeah. houses. Yeah. It's like yeah. house, house, pub. And I'm like- Oh, you serious yeah. that that
2: can't exist it would as ne- a it would you Imagine the council would it. be a
0: riot yeah. if yeah. someone was like, okay, let's say it was, you know, uh, even if it was a commercial building. If it was on this
2: street. On this street, a three a quarters
0: down the whatever. And then it's someone just said, I'm going to put a pub here. It would never, never. happen. Yeah. No. It's just such an old school thing. You
2: build the houses around the pub. You build the house
0: around the pub. Or back in the day, they just let you do what you want. So yeah, like it, you know. As soon as that's gone, it's done, and it's mm-hmm. great. It's great to walk down. Past oh and man. have a little pub just on the so corner. It would be so cool if there was a pub on this. Yeah, street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's so convenient for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bad for the quality of the episode.
2: Everything else. Uh, Should we hit the final uh, Laura, two? We've got yeah. two questions for you. The first is: if someone says, "Laura, I'm coming down to Balmain for a day, and I need an itinerary. I need something to do morning, afternoon, and night. Where do you tell them to go? What Ooh, do you tell them to do?
3: Um, okay. I mean there's so many breakfast spots. So literally just walk down the street there'd be so many. I'm trying to think what my favorite one is. I do love the Roselle breakfast more. There's Mister. Mister is a good breakfast. They they used to have Vegemite dust, which is obscene. Vegemite dust. I know. It's so dumb. But the breakfast there other than the Vegemite dust is pretty good. What
1: is what is is it like dehydrated? I think
3: they've just dehydrated and sprinkled it. That's I think so they're so just trying to be Melbourne. Um <laughs> And then, I mean, I would go shopping (laughs) because there's so many like cute little boutiques that you don't find anymore. Everything's like a big franchise. So there's heaps of uh, boutiques and like lots of furniture places near – um, mister lots of shoe places there's um, blush shoes just go down Darling Street I would start there and then just walk down and go into any shop I like
0: yep. a good nice just walk down the street yeah. like that like if it's yeah. got enough going on yeah. and is Darling Street the, like the high
1: street the main like street yeah
3: so I would even start like in Roselle and then just walk all the way down Darling Street and just see anything that takes your fancy. Um, the bougiest shop that my mum likes to go to because she has money and I will get stuff from if she buys it for me <laughs> uh, is Strelitzia. But Ooh. that's like an a old <laughs> older lady shop. So if you an older lady, I think demographic. i am nailed your demo. <laughs> um, and then I'd go have like a drink at lunch And there's the corner, there's the corner bar in Roselle, but down there's also a Mexican restaurant um, and the cottage, which is a very, like an old house turned into a pub. And that's like a a bar and that's really cute. I'd have lunch there and get some drinks. That
1: that is right up my alley.
3: And then I go down and sit in the park in Gladstone Park Um, and then I'd go past and have another drink at the London, and then there's a massage place down there. I'd get a massage in the afternoon. Beautiful. Maybe
0: my favourite itinerary I was going to say, that's the best one we've had. That's maybe the (laughs) only one I actually (laughs) want to do.
3: (laughs) And then I walk to East Main and catch the ferry. Yeah.
0: That's an unreal day. Yeah, that is a day So the
2: final question is, Compulsory Entertainment is now the biggest sketch show on the planet. <laughs> you have millions of dollars. Everything has gone yeah. correct. You and Hutton have been called yeah. the king and queen saving Australian <laughs> sketch comedy. When all is said and done, would you use your millions of dollars and clout and settle down in Balmain?
3: Ooh, I think I need more than a million dollars to settle <laughs> in Balmain. I don't think I'll ever be able to afford Hundreds to live of in millions. Balmain. Look, if I had hundreds, maybe. If yeah. You have your pick
0: of the suburbs. If you had your pick of yeah. where to live. It's
2: basically you can do anything.
3: I bet my dream is to have like a big backyard with like a veggie garden. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. I'm yeah. out it's of hard Sydney. To do. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah I think I've got to get a bit no outside. There's no big plots of lands in Balmain. That's all no, it's all too No, all on top of each also, other. Also,
2: there's no beef against Balmain. It's no like, well, fuck. Because we get a lot of people being like, no, I would never go back there.
3: No, I love it. Yeah. It's still very nice.
2: Yeah. So it's nice, but. But it just doesn't fit what you eventually want to do. Yeah. A big veggie patch.
3: Way too expensive.
2: Yeah. You can get a big Vegemite dust patch in Balmain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. for all right. Do you have anything you want to plug?
3: Nope.
2: How do we watch? I I I mean, watch watch it on Walter Entertainment.
3: Yes, yes. yes. Watch it (laughs) on Grouse House um, and subscribe to Grouse House because they're doing amazing stuff all the time on YouTube.
1: It is very funny, it Very funny. so funny. You will catch That's all three of us in the Dude Island, Doodle Island. <laughs> sketch mm-hmm. <laughs> if you look closely enough.
3: That was really? a wild day. That was well, <laughs> everyone was
0: just sitting there, looking like it, just looking at Eric, like, "What do you? Where was just in your head?" Just also one yeah.
2: where, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure, like, the progression of how the sketch went, Laura, because I wasn't obviously privy to the writing. But I've done like a couple of sketches with Hutton before, mm. and every time you get, uh, you get like a script or you get like a Thing saying, like, here's what to wear. And every time I get there wearing the uniform, and then Hutton, like, looks at me and it's like, maybe this will be funny with your shirt off. <laughs> 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 I shirt the first time was like with five people, and I was like, I see what <laughs> I this is. The second, <laughs> yeah. and because me and Drew were talking, being like, it's going to be Hawaiian, I was like, he's going to take one look at all of us and be like, it'll be funny with your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. off. I thought it was yeah. funny because I'm like, I
0: think because Eric talked. Called me and he's like, yeah, and I and I remember asking him before. And I'm like, what do I, yeah, what do I wear? And he goes, yeah, maybe <laughs> shirt. Off. I think we'll all have our shirts <laughs> off. And you can tell he'd already decided, but he just realized some people were going to be uncomfortable yeah. with it. So it's there like, was, oh. I remember
2: the poor guy because, like, you know, I get a little body conscious, but there was a poor guy like who was a bit like a bit of a bigger gentleman, and like when everyone was like, it shirts off, or well, you don't have to. He, there was like one, one, one guy, guy it it on, who yeah. was like yeah. holding the Hawaiian shirt.
3: Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's also hard because I did not think he'd be able to get 50 dudes. And I did most <laughs> yeah. of the day because I was organising stuff. Clearly you did was not like know how going, desperate. Too many dudes. Yeah. Yeah. But it was all comics except for these five guys I'd found on Star Now who were so confused how you all knew each other. I know. And yeah. I, like talked, like,
2: I
1: talked to one of those guys.
3: That was so weird. It was, it was
2: <laughs> the best part. Me and Fred were like... Eating pizza, and the guy like kept talking about like extra jobs he had, <laughs> assuming that we had done the same thing. And he was like, "So you guys just met like earlier today? You're getting on like a house." <laughs> 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 no, know, we've known so, each other for years. And, so, like, so and he was just awkward. talking about like the catering, being like, "This place has, it's pizza. At yeah, Grasas. pretty good." Like he's like, "Once they had pad thai, but they also had empty containers." I ate like a king for a week. He just took oh. home seven days worth of pad thai. My
0: favorite was the um. Because there was like A group, B group, and C group yeah. of everybody, and boy, that went to everyone's heads very quickly. <laughs> to be well, like, we were, because I was in B group, you guys are in we're, were in C. We were in C, and just the
1: way that the sun was traveling meant that it was so cold that day, and we were all like shivering out the front. And then we'd get yes. called up occasionally, and we walk around, and B and A group are living in the <laughs> <We're>
0: sun-drenched. <laughs> they're by the pool.
2: Yeah, they but got like crossed instead of dominoes. So we we were all just being told every 45 minutes, lose the shirt yeah. again.
0: <laughs> we were boring. You guys, but then A group were bullying us.
2: <laughs> and we were like, check out these losers. And then, and then the A group
0: would be like, Yeah, almost as big a losers as you guys. And we are like, and yeah. it was such a weird like Lord of the Flies it thing. Was so oh, Elwood was
3: trying to start a like, Elwood was furious he that he was, wasn't in it. He, he was f- furious he wasn't in A Group, and he just kept going, They're not that attractive, kept going Shut up, you're gonna piss everyone off. And he's like, This is it. I was like, just go sit back there, you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> he was like trying to start. He was <laughs> furious. Was he, was so so funny. he was like, You're in B? Are you in A?
2: You're in A and you're in B. I think that and that been C? the first thing Elwood said to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, would C? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. I love Elwood. So, so funny. funny. Oh, anyway, that was brutal. the best thing. Anyway, oh, check that. Check it out. Yeah. It's Thanks so much for doing fun. It guys. Yeah, and of course. Uh, of course, we have a Patreon $5 a month, gets you two bonus episodes a month. They've been red hot recently. We've just released a very twisty, turny episode about a presidential conspiracy that was awesome uh, hit us up on social media we love hearing from you obviously and keep listening to the pod yeah, please thanks
0: everybody we'll
2: see you next week thanks love you. bye bye bye